Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Bonus Room Podcast. Oh my God, I just witnessed something. I've actually I've seen this again. I seen this already. This is it's like a bad movie we playing again. But we just witnessed Game Seven versus the Denver Chicken Nuggets versus the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh my God, we got what an episode today. We have. Who we got here today? We got Seahawk. What's up, yo? What's up? Seahawk in the building. Let's Who go. else we got with us today? Here's your boy, Mr. Time Flies, Dariel, a.k.a., like I just said, Mr. Time Flies 1289. Your boy's in the building. And of course, and of course, we got my baby brother, who you all know is a huge, huge, since he came out of the womb, the biggest Clipper fan I know. Baby bro, take it away. Disgusted. <laughs> That's, um... That's the first that's the first thing that comes to mind. Disgusted, cursed, and like my man Stephen A, uh, you should always say, I'm having a very bad day. Oh man. I'm having I a know. very bad day. Um everyone knows by now that I'm a diehard Clipper fan. Have been since ninety nine. If you listen to the podcast, you know why. This hurts, man. This one this one hurts. This is uh this is a movie I've seen before. Five years ago, Clippers were up three one in the conference semifinals to the Houston Rockets and they blew the lead to James Harden and Dwight Howard mm. in a terrible collapsed fashion um and it happened again this year it was like watching the same movie again deja vu except it happened twice in a row game five and game six both had an 18 19 point lead with like 10 minutes left in the third quarter to just lose to just collapse to just go stone cold Pressure breaks pipes, and those pipes burst like a motherfucker. Mm. And, um, Again. Mm. Yeah, and Game 7, you know, I was trying to be optimistic. I was trying to, you know, I, I follow Clipper Durrell on, on Twitter, and he was talking about, you know, got to keep the spirit. And it, it was just hard. It was I, I was not I did not go into this game very confident, and they, exact, they did exactly what I thought they would do. They folded. They choked. PG. The man we spent. Mm. Like two or I don't know how many first round draft picks we gave up. I know it was at so least much. two and go in, some. Go in. And our boy Shea Gilgis Alexander, who I loved last season, who I was so excited to see grow. We gave up him for this guy named PG thirteen. Yep. And Kawhi wanted him so bad. And he gets ten points and like four for fourteen shooting and he was hitting the backboard. He was hitting the bottom of the rim. He couldn't yeah. make a shot to save his life. And um you know Kawhi Leonard, I've been I've been on him all year, saying he's the best player in the world. That on crunch time he shows up, he's a stone cold killer. Nah, man, I'm wrong. I was wrong. He's not. He didn't show up. 14 points. That is abysmal for Game Seven to be a top five player in the world. You show up and only get 14 points. That is abysmal and disgusting. That whole team is to blame. Lou Williams is to blame. Didn't show up. Montrez Harrell mm. didn't show up till today, and it wasn't enough. Zubak, I love Zub, but he was getting worked up and down the court. Couldn't get anything offensively. Fumbling the ball. Couldn't get to the rim. Defensively, Joker was working him. Morris, man, I didn't expect much from him anyway. But still, I don't know if we should have kept Mo Harkless. I don't know if that would have made a difference. But still, disappointing. Doc Rivers, his time's mm. up. Mm. That's it. Is he getting fired? It's it. He has to be fired. Mm. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Wow. Doc Rivers, this is your seventh year. You still haven't gotten us to the conference finals. You had no excuses this year. I don't care about COVID. I don't care about uh, playing in a bubble. None of that shit matters. If anything, that should have fucking benefited us. Every semifinal game 
this, there would have been 30% Nugget fans anyway. Like, it wouldn't have made a difference. This should have been to their advantage. This was the year to at least get to next, that next step. If they would have lost to the Lakers in a five, six game series, I would have been like, all right, cool. But at least you, we got that monkey off our back. At least you made it to the West in conference. Least That's that, what I was hoping. At least that monkey is off our back. But that yeah. monkey is hanging on to a motherfucker, and we are truly a cursed team. I've been quoting my favorite uh, high school football movie, Friday Night Lights, a lot because there's a scene um, in the film where the star quarterback is talking to the coach after they suffered a big loss um, that where they don't know if they're going to make playoffs or not. It's all dependent on the coin toss. Um, mm-hmm. I watched it again today. Because I just, I, I, this is what I try to think whenever this whole Clipper curse comes into my head. You ever feel cursed, Coach? And no matter what, inside your heart, you feel that you're going to lose. Like something's hanging over. Follow like a witch. What is what? A demon that just... What you got to be so messed up? You can't win. I feel like that all the time. Even when things are going good. When we're winning, it's there. And when we're losing, it's there. The fact of the matter is, I believe that uh, our only curses are the ones that are self-imposed. You know what I'm saying? We, uh, all of us, dig our own holes. That's how it feels to be a Clipper fan, because honestly, that's exactly how it feels. When, when we're winning and we're good, it's still in the back of my mind. It's there. It's like they're going to find a way to fuck this up. When we're losing, it's definitely there. It's always there. And it's just like, no matter how hard we try, it doesn't work. So, at the end of the day, Clip City, Chip City till we die. But fuck, that one hurt. So, the effort wasn't there. The office got stagnant. Ever since Doc has been a coach for the Clippers, he always does his ISO shit. And it just didn't work. So, I think the only way the Clippers overcome this is if they start fresh with a new coaching staff. If we come back with Doc Rivers, it's just more of the same. We'll probably be maybe a third, second round seed. I don't know, maybe a fourth because the Warriors are coming back next season. Oh man! So I don't, mm. I don't even, I don't I even know if them. they, yeah. I forgot about that. You know, about like Denver's probably not going away. You know, um, Lakers aren't going away. Our division. Uh, yeah, Texas. Golden State's coming at. Suns are low key on the come up. Like it's just, it's just gonna mm. be more of the same. Suns. And I think regardless of what happens, the, the if they keep Doc. It's just gonna be more of the same, and same I'm not. Old. I'm not confident, and it's just something has to. Something has to give, and he has to go. I'm sorry. I wanted Doc to do well, man. I wanted him to do well. You know, when he got traded, because a coach got traded to us. That's that's how we got him. He got traded. Um, a lot of people thought, "Wow, this is it. Like Clippers are finally getting better." You know, there's always there's these signs that give you hope. It's like Doc Rivers comes to the Clippers. All right, cool. We get Chris Paul in a crazy scenario where. Uh, what was the what was the Adam Silver? No, what was the commissioner's David name? Stern. David, David Stern. David Stern. Rest yeah. in peace. Blocked the trade for him to go to Lakers. We're like, damn, Clippers are finally getting some love. We get Chris Paul. We have a Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, Lob City, Jamal Crawford, Matt Barnes. You know, and couldn't get it done there. Fine, we rebuild. We get Lou Will, and then we get uh the very best uh manager to ever live in basketball, Jerry West. Amen. He comes on board. We get Good a new logo. owner. We get rid of that racist owner. We just, we just, damn, like this. Everything is looking up. Everything is looking positive. We get Kawhi Leonard, the best player in the world at that time, or we thought. Coming off a championship. Coming off a championship run, decides to choose us, brings Paul George, who I was iffy f- about from the beginning, but whatever. And it's like still not enough. It's like, I don't know what it, I don't know what it's going to take. I have no idea what it's going to take, but we have to start somewhere. And it has to be dog. Our future is fucked. 
our draft picks are gone. Like, we have nothing. We have Terrence Mann and the other guy who I can't pronounce his name, who's a power forward, who's playing in, oh. the, in the G League. Um, I don't know his name. He's our other rookie. But that's all we have in, like, the future. So <laughs> don't you got coffee, though? Or Yeah, oh, Amir coffee. Yeah. coffee and, you know, I mean, Landry Shamit, you know, he's a young guy, too. They're young. They're young cats. Yeah, but those aren't those aren't they gotta develop game that. changing players. Yeah. Those are, if anything, at best, just role players. Yeah. You know, Ter- Terrence Mann could be a great defensive point guard, but offensively, he doesn't really have a game. You know, Amir Coffee, he could be a role player. Landry Shaman's a spot up shooter. We don't have any guys that are. We don't have a Jason Tatum. We don't have a Donovan yeah. Mitchell. We don't have. We don't have any of those pa- players who you see. That's what I Jamal, saw in Shea. Uh, Jamal Murray. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jamal Shea Murray. Just like that. Shea. <laughs> when I would. Jamal Murray. When I watched Shea last season, um, I was like, "Yo, this is." I hopefully, I hope we finally have a draft pick that's gonna work out and be a transcendent player like Blake Griffin was. But Blake Griffin, we know what happened with him. Buddy. And yeah. it just like. I thought sh- when when I heard we gave up Shea, I was kind of worried. Yeah. Um. I did hear in the reports that Doc tried. Doc and Jerry West tried whatever they, they tried everything they they could to, to keep, keep Shea, but yeah. Dunder saw the potential and they said no. You want PG? You got to give us all those draft picks, and you're starting like young point guard. And Kawhi put us in the put us in the box. He put he gave us an ultimatum. He said, "You're either gonna find a way to get that man to this team, or I'm going across the hall to the Lakers." Mm. So what the fuck were we supposed to do? So that kind of pisses me off now in retrospect because Kawhi wanted PG. We didn't want PG. Kawhi wanted PG. I honestly think Jerry West was ready to run with the players we had, just add Kawhi. But Kawhi got scared. He saw AD and LeBron link up. He saw all these other players link up. He's like, damn, well, you know, who's going to be my second option? Shea Gilgis? He's a young kid. Nah, fuck that. Give me PG. Give me the guy I used to play against in college at Fresno State. You know, like, give me him. Good point. And it didn't work out. You know, we still have him on for at least another two seasons, I think. So I'm, I'm hopeful, but we just have to do something different. And it has to start with coaching. It has to. So, yeah, that's my thing. <laughs> Fucking Clippers. <laughs> Ruining nah, my day. Let it out. That, that was everything right there. Yeah, it's down. Nah, tonight's deep, man. So, San- so just to add on to that, Santi, I remember you telling me how, like, you were basically just telling us how, like, oh, you're kind of glad that this happened because next year it's going to be Staples and hopefully yeah. things are going to be back to normal. Fans at Staples Center is going to be popping. It's maybe the one silver lining in this. Yeah, but the I thing is, I don't think I, I don't think it's going to happen because I think this yeah. this knife mentally is going to fuck them up for the rest of the next two years that PG and Kawhi are going to be here. I honestly think that this night is, is, is fucked. They, they fucked up. Yeah, they fucked up their future, and I, this is obviously we're just we're just contemplating, we're just predicting, speculating. Yeah, we're speculating, but there's something, there's a feeling here where this organization they can't get over that hump. And dude, like you have a three-one lead against a team that's not even on your level. In my personal opinion, they're not on your level, and you let them come back. Like that shit haunts you, bro. And then PG, Very haunting. and then I've been saying to this, I've been saying this to you guys all night. PG is not it, bro. He's not a number. He's not a. He's not a solid number two. PG, if you look at him, he's those kind of players that like he's all talk. He's a regular season player like Westbrook and Harden. We can get into that later. But he's he's a regular season player, bro. Kawhi, 
I don't think he's a regular season player. I think he's a legit star and a finals player or whatever. Tonight, that was a really, really bad night I for him. I don't know what the fuck happened yeah, tonight. Yeah, tonight was a really bad night for him. I don't think that's that's an anomaly, though. I don't think that's a normal thing for Kawhi. No. But, but you got to blame him. You do have to blame him because he's yeah. a superstar. Yeah, yeah. And he, I mean, game five, he had 35 yeah. points. Last game, he had 26, which I thought was kind of low yeah. for him. You definitely have to blame him as well. He takes he takes the L as yeah, well. no, he does. But PG, I'm not surprised P, this has happened to PG. Like, he he's the kind of player for me – He's not it. He's just not it, bro. I don't, you can't depend on him to be your solid number two. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, in response to the three one, it just it's it's how they went out too. It's also like if it was a back and forth series, you know, one game, one game, like you know, back and forth. Okay, all right, you lost to you lost in a very competitive series to a very competitive team, and I give I give the Nuggets a lot of credit. Mike Malone, I think he outcoached Doc. He saw mm. the defensive mm. uh, weaknesses. And he exploited them, you know. He every time Trez was on the floor with Joker. Besides tonight, uh, Trez kind of held his own tonight, and in Game Four, Game Four, and tonight Trez held his own. Um, but the rest of the in the rest of the five games, Trez was getting worked by Joker on every possession. I think the plus minus when Trez was on the floor, when Joker was on the floor, was like minus nineteen. It mm. was very bad. So, but Doc is just stubborn. He doesn't. He doesn't make adjustments. He just like, um, we're gonna stick to what we do all season. We're gonna leave him out there. Trez is a baller, whatever. And I love Trez. I love his energy. You know. You know. Thoughts and prayers out to his family for losing his grandma right before the season started, the bubble season. But he just got worked. And and the Nuggets, they did their thing. Joker's no joke. He's the best passing big game, big man in the league. Jamal Murray. He, he probably worked a lot in the gym while mm-hmm. during the break, you know, because yeah. yeah. we didn't see this out of him in the season. And this so far in the playoffs, he's, he's gone crazy. I'm ex- I'm interested to see what he does against the Lakers. Was but it the shoes, Stefan? Was it the shoes? You man, think? he only wore those shoes once, man. And him crying. Uh, no, I shouldn't say that. But man, like, he, I'm not going yeah, to say anything about he that. He was very but emotional I'm, last I'm series. Just, I'm just I'm just I'm just mad at Jamal Murray. So but but, 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 to, um, but to look, Dick. To come back three one versus Utah and now the Clippers. Utah, I understand. Yeah, Utah, I definitely Clippers, understand. The Clippers, n- yeah, that's this has cl- never been done. In I the know it hasn't been NBA. done, and I don't know. I don't know who. Fuck, Game Five, Clippers had it a nineteen point lead with like ten with twenty two minutes ago in the game. They had a, a nineteen point lead and they collapsed. Same thing in Game Six. They had like an eighteen point lead with twenty minutes left in the game. They collapsed. I don't know how that happens back to back. I understand how it happens once, but I don't know how that happens back to back. And that's why in this game seven, I was kind of happy they were only up by two at halftime because like, all right, at least you don't have a fucking lead to blow. Like, at least it's gonna be a close game. But then second half, I don't know what it is. They just well, they had they had like fourteen points in the fourth quarter, and like eight of those were in the last two minutes. I was just trash minutes. Like they they only got like six points in like eight minutes like that's not even good denver defense they were just missing everything they couldn't make a layup they couldn't make a dunk they couldn't hit a three for their life like when people say there's a curse there was a demon on that rim that was just like not letting them have anything and it's just it's wild to see yeah it was a demon on the rim i definitely agree with you on there but they were also being idiots and literally yeah they were yes they were were not fucking taking anything to the rack where i never understood this bro like if I, if I was an NBA player, which that was my dream, I never got to make it, obviously. But if I was an NBA player and I took, like, my first four shots or outside the paint or three-pointers and I'm not making them in, the first initial thought is going to the rim because I'm either yeah. going to get fouled, which brings me to the free-throw line. Exactly. And then when I'm at the free-throw line, I see the ball going through the hoop. Yo, basketball is such an easy game. 
and like I'm watching these games, and like sometimes I honestly don't think that these players they don't really understand how to play the game. I don't know if they get hyped. I don't know. I don't know if they get caught up with like in today's game how the three point shot is the best analytical shot and shit like that. But honestly, man, like yo, just get yourself comfortable within the game. Get yourself within the flow of the game. See the ball go through the net, and that's gonna open up your game so much more. And yo, it baffles me, bro. Like PG was shooting so much, and he wasn't hitting. Hit, like you said, he was hitting the side of the backboard. Yeah. All he had to do was try to go to the rim, and I guarantee you, his game would have blossomed from there. And he didn't do shit, dog. Yeah, it he was, didn't do any of that. It was, it was no. a very, it was a very bad performance. Go ahead, see. No, but you know, they coaches they game plan. You know, so they they watch tendencies of players. You know, they they run zones, man to man. They they switch up all that, so they pick up. So it's harder for players to you know, see that throughout the game when they're changing up these, you know, different plays and, and different sets, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm disappointed with the Clippers, man. I I, I really felt they had that, that overall depth to, you know, make it. Yeah, me too. You know, make it. Um, but, yeah, it all falls on PG and Kawhi. You know, those are the two players that they brought in to, you know, make, make something happen and try to win that Western Conference Finals or go up against, you know, the Lakers. We all wanted to see that, you know, Lakers, Clippers. Um, but, um, you know, they disappointed the, the last the la- game seven. Um, so now they just got a game plan on next year and, and try to find that that third piece, you know, it's and, and it's all about the bench too. the bench, you know, kind of played bad, you know, in this. In yeah. This past three games, past Denver, three games, they played pretty bad, you know, and they yeah. need that that, you know, they have a lot of young players on the bench, you know, but that vet Lou Williams, you know, he needed to step up. Harold, he needed to do his thing, but um, it just didn't work out. So. Um, but I think they'll they'll definitely be back, you know, somewhere in the mix next year for sure. You know, they just got to make those those couple changes and and they'll be right back in the mix. You know, you don't got to worry about the Clippers. Yeah, I I just I haven't I can't think of a, a team in any sports, in any sport, any professional major professional sport that has had such a collapse like this and then did something amazing the following year. Usually, a collapse like this destroys a team. Like yeah. I seen it with my Seahawks when they blew that Super Bowl, yeah. and I saw it with the last Clipper team with Blake Griffin and Lob City. After that collapse to Houston, that team was never the same. Blake Griffin was always getting hurt. Chris Paul was having issues with Doc. Mm-hmm. Doc was having issues with the whole fucking roster. Yeah. Like you know, like it just and that's what that's why I think the only way to salvage anything about this team and and have hope for a, a realistic run is to get rid of him. That's the only that's the only thing I see. So I agree. A new look? Yeah, and a new look. And like I said, I like Doc. I, I wanted him to do well, but it's just it's just it's he's had his chances and, and he hasn't. Yeah, he's, been, he's been there for a while now. So seven seasons. You so know, I know Dario's not not a big fan no, of that. No, I, I, I love Doc, man. Doc is one of the, the Yeah, the I want him to do well. In the league, man, no, like when the game initially ended and we were talking and yeah, Steph and you and Santi, you guys brought up that Doc needs to go. I was kind of in disagreement. But then, I don't know, I started thinking about it, and I was just like, you know what, I think you guys are right. I think Doc really does need to go, because you guys are up 3-1, and and it's, again, man, like, again, respect to Denver, but me personally, I just don't think Denver should, I don't, Denver should not have won this series. I think we could all no, agree on that. Should, no. Yeah, we could all agree on that. Denver should not have won. Doc got outcoached, and and this is what, Doc's, what, second, third time third. blowing a 3-1 lead, something third like that? Third won a 3-1 lead, second with the Clippers. Yeah, and I think, yeah, I think, I think it is time. I think time, I think it's time. Doc needs to go. The games against new blood, new philosophy. Because, yo, the, the one thing that was really, really eye, um, eye-opening to me was throughout the game was that Denver's ball movement was A1. Yeah. And then, yeah. Everyone's like, cutting. Everyone's yeah. moving. That's, that was the thing. And Doc that is always like, 
ISO, ISO. And that's yeah. just but that's that's how the offense is that, that offense has been like that ever since he's got to the Clippers. Like I remember seeing that. I remember C P just rolling it up to the to the to to the court and everyone just standing around and C P gets a screen from like DeAndre Jordan and then he would go and try you and make something happen. Yeah. And now this the same thing with this offense. Zubak or Trez give a screen to Kawhi or PG and then they're not even good screens. Yeah. Like for some reason, I don't know how like the player, like the defenders, always are able to fight over our screens, and we can never fight over other team screens. Like I don't know, I just don't get it. So that to me is just coaching, and it's just it's time to go. If we were like the Golden State Warriors, who are just a bunch of three point shooters, all right, I can die by the three because that's our game. Yeah, the Clippers are good. <laughs> like you know, I tell everyone, uh, out of like one out of every five games, Clippers will have a good sh- three point shooting night. You know, one out of every yeah. five, the whole team will be on it and they'll make it rain. That's how they blew out like the Pelicans earlier in the bubble league. That's how they blew out a bunch of teams during the season. They would blow them out. Uh, that's how we blew out uh, Dallas at one point because for every five games the Clippers play, one, they'll be locked in shooting. But the rest, they're like so-so and one is terrible. We got two terrible shooting nights back to back and it was just, it's just heartbreaking, man. It's just, it sucks. It, it sucks to be a Clipper fan, but. I also wanted to say that the Clippers, what also was their downfall was that you can tell throughout the whole year, even before the bubble season started, throughout the regular season, before Kobe popped off, you can tell that the Clippers only only got up to play against the Lakers. Like, they, they played yeah. down to the competition whenever they played yeah, the Hawks. Yeah, they had a the lot Knicks. of dumb losses. Yeah, dumb like losses. Memphis and that and fucked yeah. them up because it got them in a little bit of trouble with Dallas because Dallas was giving them a season. Um, It was giving them a, a series even when KP went out after game one. Yeah. And, again, that shouldn't really have happened, in my personal opinion. And then now they got fucked because they're going against Denver and they're looking at the clip. They're looking at the Lakers and they're totally avoiding it. They went three one and they put their guard down and look what happened. Now they're fucking home. They're about to go join Damian Lillard. They're Lillard probably on the King flight King. right now on their way back to fucking but, L.A. But honestly, the Western Conference is just so tough, man. This year, as we we seen OKC, you know, the Rockets cruise to the first round, but you know anything could happen. You know, we all choosing the Clippers, Lakers, you know, as the two teams, but. Man, it's just so competitive on the West. Even on the East this year, it's it's real. You know, been some sleepers. You know, yeah. But Clippers so. were they were they were a top three NBA team, and they should have. And like you said, I think whenever we had big games, they did really well. Like, man, that first game against the Lakers, where we just came out so dominant. That Christmas game, like, it looked good. Then I know they dropped the last one to the Lakers, but that didn't worry me because I I just didn't think like I honestly yeah. think Doc didn't want to show his hand yet in that game. Yeah. And I honestly think that's what happened. And then even that game was a winnable game. But every time Clippers had a big appointment, whether opponent, whether it was the Celtics, the Miami Heat, the Raptors, they always did well and they played well and they beat all those teams. I was there when they beat the Celtics in the overtime thriller. I was there when they beat Toronto. Um, I saw the game where they beat Miami. I saw the game where they killed Houston. So it's like every time there was a big game, they would beat them. And they beat the Nuggets got one on us during the season. I saw that game and. I don't know. I don't know if it would have been different if there were fans. I, I mean, that game five in Staples. I, I just, I just would like to think if that, if they were, there, if they were up three one and they had a game five in Staples, I'd like to think that they wouldn't collapse like that. Um, but I don't know. Maybe they would have because the last Clipper team did, and they collapsed in game six at Staples. Staples. I will never forget that game. Staples Center was rocking in the f- at the start of the fourth quarter. They were up still by like fourteen <laughs> points. We thought it was That's finally happened. Crazy. You know, we were about to make the conference finals and face the Warriors, who we had a rivalry with at the time, and the Warriors were waiting for us. We're like, yes, we're about to match up with the Warriors and fuck them up. 
and they collapsed and you, feel, you it, felt the energy just yeah. kind of it, it was it was air. crazy I, I it was in the bonus room where i saw it and it was <sighs> it was heartbreaking and that shit was terrible so i same feeling this year we 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 saw the lakers in the and we were like we're about to fucking kill the lakers we're about to it was oh. it was about to be crazy and i guarantee you because now we can move on if we want lakers got this in five Oh, okay. That's what I said. Yeah. I That's said Lakers said. in five. They'll I, grab I, one. I, okay. I think Lakers got this in five. I don't think Denver's that good. If Lakers are as good, I haven't seen a lot of the Lakers games, but if they're as good as the scores that I see on ESPN at the end of the night, they should handle this in five. Joker Joker should be D'd up by Anthony Davis, you know, um, Jamal Murray. They should put LeBron on him. LeBron could probably keep up. He'll block Ooh, every layup he goes matchup. on. You yeah, know what I mean? Like you don't, even, you don't even have to put Rondo on him. So I don't, you shouldn't worry about Rondo. Paul Millsap. That's another thing, man. <laughs> it's it's crazy how history repeats itself, especially with the Clippers. There's in the pat in the in the collapse against the Rockets. There was Josh Smith who went off. Harden yeah. went to the bench because he was doing terrible. Yeah, and Josh so it looked Smith, like the wing player. Yeah, I think oh, Dan. I don't know who the coach. Oh, uh, Kevin McHale at the time was a coach oh. of the Rockets. I think he called in. I think he called it at the fourth quarter. He brought in James Harden, and then Josh Smith. Yeah, goes off with three after three, and he was like an old veteran that no one expected to have a game like this, yeah. and he saved the Rockets and gave him a boost. That was Paul Millsap in Game Five. Game Ooh. five. What? Where was Paul, Paul Millsap? Millsap and and yeah. Marcus and, and Morris got in like some sort of like sh- like yeah. like shuffle and yeah. and Morris was talking shit apparently and Paul Millsap turned it on and he grinded got rebounds got eight he had fourteen points was in the that quarter game three that was game five oh, oh, yeah. okay. that was game five and Paul Millsap had fourteen points in the third quarter and that got the Nuggets back into it yeah. and Jamal Murray and Joker took care of it in the fourth. And it's just like, fuck, like, that's, again, another it's one the factor, of right? these, like, come out of nowhere uh, fucking old veteran player just, I don't know, it's crazy how history repeats itself. So, it's just, I've seen this movie twice now. I'm sick of it. I'm, it makes me sick. I'm disgusted. Um, that whole team, they're bums. Kawhi's a bum for letting this happen. Like, I don't want to hear, n- I'm, I'm. Yo, but see, the thing is, like, okay, okay, well, besides tonight. Can you think of another time Kawhi dropped the ball like this? I don't care. He dropped it tonight. Tonight is where it matters I feel most. You, I this feel this you. is what Seven I get on dropping the ball. But Dang. honestly, I feel like I feel like honestly, I think it's more Paul George's fault. Kawhi, this is yeah. an anomaly. Like this isn't a normal for Kawhi. So doesn't I, matter. Not, we I understand. Was anyone understand. expecting Paul George to have this kind of? I mean, like yes. The I, was, night, I was expecting Paul George to drop the ball tonight. Nah, honestly, I, Paul George is no, 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 scared, no. dog. No, you can I know. See it in his I know. Face, That's bro. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I expected Paul George that like that doesn't surprise me that Paul George has a terrible game like that. I've seen him do it in the past. Kawhi, like I've seen him take over right, and right. and and handle his business on his own. I see, I saw him do it with Toronto, and I saw him do it with the Spurs. I've seen it do it, it at yeah. times with with the Clippers. I guess it just know? sucks like, that he picked Game Seven. Like I just don't game. understand yeah. that. I hold athletes accountable when it comes to that. Like that's and in, in any sport, like whether you're Lamar Jackson, whether you're Clayton fucking Kershaw, like. Whether you're Kawhi Leonard, who you're great in the season, everyone paints you as that guy. But when it comes time, when the lights are brightest and it is win or go home and you lose and you lose in a fashion where you look like you didn't even come to play, that that to me is disgusting. That to me is like you should be held accountable. And for that, Kawhi, like, you're not the best. And, like, Stephen A. Smith's right. You came in with the New Balance commercials saying the king of L.A. and I was trying to back you up. You know, you wanted to go at LeBron and this and that. Nah, bro. Like you, you fucked up, and this is this is unforgivable. 
the only way you make this up is if you come fucking a thousand percent next season and make sure that this pain that we're feeling right now as Clipper Nation is worth it because that's what that's what Clipper fans tell ourselves. We're just like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna feel these emotions and we're gonna experience them, but it's all gonna be worth it when they finally get it done. So I don't know. I'm gonna be like 70 years old when this shit finally happens, and it's gonna be like, you know, <laughs> yeah, just let it out, let it's, it out. It's, it's, it's bad, bro. I feel like we're the Chicago Cubs. Like it is, but it worked out for them though. So whatever. You, now, baby, bro, when I feel bad for you, man, because I've seen the Clippers my whole entire life, man. You guys are just. I always thought of the Clippers like the little retarded brother of the Lakers. Yeah. They just could never get it done or Definitely something. Definitely retarded. Um, no, it's Lakers just they make home. dumb mistakes, and but the thing is, when I'm seeing the post game, bro. Uh, Lou Williams and Paul George said, "Oh, the chemistry wasn't there." Like, it's not an excuse. Like, what do you mean? Y'all been playing the whole year, so I look at it. You know what? Honestly, I look at it like this, man. That's um, just them giving an excuse. They they have I no agree. excuse. I they're, agree. They're, they're not gonna go out there and be like, "Yo, we fucking sucked." They're they're, they're not those type of guys. So. I think you need to start with the new coaching staff yeah, off top. That's definitely, what you, you just need to start with the new head coach. But I think Kawhi and Paul George are going to look at this year as such a big disappointment and a knock in their, like, legacy that they're going to go into the offseason and work so hard with Lou Williams and everyone that's coming back, and they got to go to work because Seahawks said it best. The Western, Com- the Western Conference is no joke. Like, you're right, the Suns, Portland, we're stacked. P- Portland's gonna be the same unless like, they get like Giannis, Luca. Like, like yeah, we, Dallas. We all playoff teams. We're all. If Dallas is on the come year, up. Yeah, all playoff teams. The Clippers' sure. window was this year and next year, and that's, that's it. That's if they don't get it next year, it's a wrap. But look at it like this: at least if you guys put in the work, and then you guys can make it to the Western Conference where you guys are at Staples Center, and we get that Laker Clipper Western Conference inside our arena. I think that's the silver lining here. So, yeah, it was a COVID year. Yeah, no. it was fucked up. I mean, yeah, th- that is a silver lining to experience it in right. person because that, that was one thing I we was I was sad about was that, you know what, I, I wanted to be there <laughs> 100%. When, this mo- when that moment finally happened, and you we know? <laughs> I'm just laughing because I'm picturing, like, Santi at the game, like, first game one of Western Conference Finals, Lakers and Clippers next season, and he, like, looks at us and he's like, Oh, I'm glad they didn't make it last year. Like, fuck it, I'm here now. I'm all happy and shit. All right. Yeah. And I'm going to be like, nah, homie. Like, your team's still sucks. <laughs> oh, so you mean me. You said Santi. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I meant you, stuff. I meant yeah. you, stuff. No, no, no. This year sucks. Like, yeah, even if they make it next year, it still doesn't make up for what happened. It's going to feel nice, and it's going to be like, all right, well, you know what? The pain was worth it because at least, like, it was alleviated the following season. But there's still no excuse for this season. Like, they were heavy favorites, which they should have been. And it was just they just let us down. And um, I don't know about Paul George, man. He's like older. You know, if he was like a twenty four year old player, I could I could be like, all right, you know what? He's man. still a young guy. He can switch up. But like, you know, this this kind of stuff has a mental effect. And like Kawhi, I I am confident that he can go into the offseason, work hard, and be like, he can be motivated. I can see that in Kawhi. I don't see that in Paul George. I I don't see it at all. I think he's a loser. I think. <laughs> He's a loser. I, he's a, I don't I, I love that he's from Palmdale. He's a Cali kid. Fresno, Fresno State. State, you know, show love. And same with Kawhi. Cali kid went to San Diego State from Moreno Valley. 
and it's just he's like not a mamba, there, there's ties he, he to is, Cali. Man. He is. He just he wasn't ready. Yo, for Yo, rep that your boy, yo, rep your boy. Come he on. He wasn't ready for that L.A. spotlight. Of course, he's from L.A., but he wasn't ready for it. You know, he was in. They're Indiana not really Pacers, from L.A. They're from OK, around OKC. <laughs> he wasn't ready to be that that second guy or that duo with Kawhi. I don't think he was, but he's always he's been a superstar. I don't look at his stats. I don't know. His he's stats nice. Move it. He he could shoot. He has he has a nice you know uh, repertoire. Uh, like like <laughs> I like I tell everyone. Like I tell everyone. The only stat I care about is wins and losses. W's and L's, and baby. Paul George just has a lot of fucking L's. L's. Like, I remember watching him at Indiana. I was like, yo, this guy is really good. And then That's when the injury for. or whatever. I don't know what the fuck happened to him, but... Wait till next I think, year. I think Daryl's I'm right. Gonna be, yeah, I'm He's not the, the run. Clipper, wait till next year. That Like that. I That's don't know. How I, I'll, I'll I'm, I'm wondering if we could trade him, honestly. No, nah, you guys see, are not going to trade him, no. I will. I will try. I will look into it. I don't know. I don't know who's gonna take him. No one's gonna take him. Like who's gonna take him? Who's gonna take him? Or something something that can help us. There'll be a team like the fucking Knicks that would be like, "Oh, Paul George, let's try to do something." But who who does the Knicks have that's worth something to us? We're trying to win now. Kawhi's trying to win now. If we don't get it next, I mean, they do. Actually, no, they do. They have uh, the big man Mitchell Robinson, and they have uh, R.J. Barrett. Those are the two no, pieces, no, no, no. but it's not enough RJ. for Paul George. The Knicks aren't landing anybody like that. It have to be fuck. I can't even. Maybe it, maybe a, a Car Anthony like a, Towns like I'll take him. It'll be a team like within those Knicks, Cavs, something around those, those kind of teams that are like they they get they get tricked. It's fool's gold. They see Paul George's name, All Star, all that crap, and they'd be like, oh, we could kind of build around him, but not really because he's not it. I so, I think next year he's gonna already ha- that that's gonna be in his mentality. Like I'm gonna come back. I'm I like, think he's a loser. I hope so. I think he has a, I think he has a loser's mentality. <laughs> I think, loser. wait, I think wait, he has so, a loser's mentality. His story man. is not over yet. Stephon, give him a shot. It's, it's about to be over, bro. He's like 30, 31. His he has time. Though. And, and that's another thing. People keep saying that the prime for a player is like twenty eight to thirty two. Nah, I think the prime nah. of a player is like twenty four to twenty eight. Yeah, exactly. I think that's when you get the best out of them. And like it depends when it's they're younger. Yeah. yeah, when you're, when you're younger, not not when you're twenty eight. When you're about twenty. Because that was that was what was sold that was what was uh, sold to us is that oh you get two of the best players in their prime. Yeah. Right, right. They didn't look it, it like was, they were I in their prime. I've seen better days from Kawhi and I've seen better days from Paul. And like, I don't know. I w- maybe Houston goes for a Paul George for James Harden trade. Do you think that could happen? I no. mean, they're gonna have to add. Some I think it'd I think it'd, I think it'll probably be Westbrook before they look at James before they nah, get I don't want James Westbrook. Harden. But wait, time out. I wanted to get back to um, Santi. You said that you think this loss is going to make Kawhi and PG go into the offseason, train as hard, right? Working so hard. Yeah, and, see, and see, hold, you think that too, right? I think also they're going to get another big man or another third player to. Because, I mean, they're going to, of course, Luke Williams is going to stay there. He's going to be the sixth man, but they need that other third piece. That's that they're they're comfortable with. That's going to score another, you know, fifteen to twenty points. I want I a really reliable point guard. If we can like get Chris, Chris Paul, Paul somehow, ooh, Chris Paul. Be, wait, wait. like a piece like that would be would a be Chris perfect. Paul would like be nice. Bets, I I don't know if that's enough though. That's just Chris Paul's another loser to me. Like he, he lost it with the Clippers, he is, man. and you're just putting another loser on our team. Who like and I love Chris Paul. Chris Paul's my guy. Like I still supported him. Like I want to see Chris Paul Chris Paul flourish and do well. And I think it'd be an amazing story for him to come back and help us get this monkey off our back. But I mean, you, just, you guys, I just, I, he, he choked too. He choked too five years ago. So yeah, I can't, I need, and he's I, way older now and he's so. way older, but he would be a solid leader. And like, I think what someone was, I don't know what announcer was talking about it, but the difference between players like Kawhi and LeBron and, and like, uh, guys like, uh, Jamal Murray and like these others electrifying star players is that they have all this energy that feeds off to the other players. Yeah. Kawhi, like he does his shit so like 
so quietly mm-hmm. and he's so like you know like unemotional and and very like um like he's a leader on the court but he's not like that spokesperson he, he's just like his en- like he doesn't have a lot of energy in his game mm-hmm. and like in terms of like 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 let's go like let's go like he's very quiet about everything he's yeah. He's not he's emotional. An alien, that's I see, why. He's a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. cyborg, a you know. Cyborg. I see that from and, him and too. I, yeah. And like, I'm just. We need a player like a Chris Paul, where like that energy is gonna feed off. And we mm-hmm. thought maybe Trez could have that, or like Pat Beverly could provide that. But I think his grandma passing really fucked them up. Like, really fucked them up. Yeah, and I can see that, and that's why like I I love Trez and for for a while because he struggled throughout the playoffs. Yeah, I know. He he struggled. He, he only had maybe, he never looked the same. Honestly, he he, he never maybe the same. had one good game. And, like, I kept saying, like, you know, I get it. He just lost someone who's very close to him. It's hard to play basketball. and But I don't know if we should pay him, though. I just – I mean, if they pay him, I won't be mad because he's still tw- – he's 26. He's still relatively young. He, he's a dog. Um, I just I just don't know. I just – there needs to be – something needs to change this roster. I don't care if Morris comes back or not. Like, Would you take Carmelo? Stop. No, no, that's <laughs> another Stop. loser. Came that's like, another loser, bro. Like, is I he need, though? Like, he yes, was, he's, he's a loser. loser. He's a loser. He's, he's a loser, hitting, bro. He he was hitting I, shots. In Portland, I need someone yeah. young and fearless. Yeah. that's they what need, I need. That's what they need. They're missing that young player, like a like that's what a I'm Murray, like a give me uh, like a Carl Anthony like Towns. Give me like uh, a big man. That's what they really need. They need. That's what I'm saying. They could let go a Trez and get another, add another young big man, like make a trade or just let him go. Yeah. I don't know. Give me what's what's the guy on Memphis? Not John Morant. The oh, Dylan jo- Jaren Jaren, Jackson. Yeah, Jaron Jackson. J- give me like a Jaron Jackson, yeah, or yeah, give they, me like a I don't know. There's there's just better players out there. And what Lawrence we, Frank has to do is I don't think Lawrence Frank should go because I think Lawrence Frank did an amazing oh, job with good, this roster. He's a good, uh, GM, I think right is he a GM or yeah he's a he's okay. a general manager. Yeah, I don't I don't good. put any of this on Lawrence he's Frank. Coach right. Yeah, he's, yeah, a, yeah, he's, a, he's a coach of next. Yeah, he's a coach so of next. He, yeah, he's a player's coach, so he knows players. Like he's, yeah, he's so a good manager. He he was heard, able, I mean, besides the Paul George trade, which I understand Kawhi gave us an ultimatum and we had to abide by it, but what he did to get Morris and what he did to do to get Reggie Jackson, because I think Reggie Jackson's a solid player. He just, yeah. he didn't, he didn't get the minutes and I don't think he should have, like he didn't deserve those minutes, but I think he can kind of, chemistry can work better with Reggie. I like Reggie. Um, I like Sham. I'm down to keep Jamichael, but you know what? One thing, and I, I, I would press on Doc on what, why we didn't even just try it is why we didn't throw Noah out there on Joker. Oh man, I didn't even see. Was I he suited up? Noah. Yeah, he was Noah's suited. A vet. What? He knows how to like, what and he could pass. the The games he played in the bubble league, mm-hmm. he was a good passer. And okay. like I, when we didn't have an answer for Joker in Game Five, Six, and tonight. I just kept thinking, why don't we just throw jo- like Noah out there, see what happens? Like we're already fucking losing. Zubak's already getting worked, and I I like Zubak. He's he's young. He's like twenty one years old or twenty two. Like he's yeah, gonna yeah. develop. Um, we we threw Harrow at him. We threw Jamichael Green at him. Nothing worked. We should just throw Noah out there. Like what the fuck yeah, did we get him, him for? At least just do. try. Yeah, just, like yeah, if he gets no, worked you, in, in three you. minutes, all right, fuck. At least we tried. But he didn't even try it. Because they were they were trying to find that third big man to, to rotate. They they rotated yeah. to Michael Green. They put Zubak in there. But they was looking for that third guy. Like but yeah. Morris, none of them stepped up. I mean, but I think if Noah. Put, I know he's he had a lot of injuries and he's old. But I mean, can he have like four minutes in him? 
to be really good. Yeah, five, or at least five to ten. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, just put them out how's there Paul Millsap have great games? You know, like it's just like I just think Doc never even thought about that. I just Probably think no. I'm joking. No, I just 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 gave him a shot and just see what happens. If it didn't work, oh well. If it did, then fuck. We found our we found our solution. So. Hey, total, total side note. Uh, you mentioned Jermichael Green. I like Jermichael Green, man. I like the. Way I like Jermichael Green too. He's, he's, he's like a good defender. He was one of the only ones I've seen actually be aggressive. Remember when he tried? He was to, missing he, in the fourth quarter though, too. I mean, yeah. The but whole he, squad was missing. Yeah, hundred percent. But, but yeah. he was actually one of the ones I was actually trying to attack the rim. And he tried to dunk it on someone, and I was, yeah, I he, was like, yeah, that's what you need to do. He missed it, but whatever. He missed a wide open dunk. Yeah. Wild. No, no, it wasn't wide. It wasn't wide open. Someone was trying to take the charge. It wasn't well, wide open. I don't know, but. I don't like know he, how you don't he finish had that. Every, he had his, his troubles, too. I mean, yeah, no, everybody scored, does. But I like Jermichael Green. I want to I wanna keep him. You know, that was another trade Lawrence Franks was able to get. You know, Lawrence Frank last season was able to get Shamit for, you know, a cup of soda. Oh, no, no. We got we ended up giving Tobias and, and uh, the other guy. But um, so I think the pieces are still there. I still, I still like Jerry West, you know, advising us. I still like Lawrence Frank as a manager. It's just a coach. It's the only change. Overall, like, their staff is really they got they got a lot of great, you know. I'm down coaches. to give Sam Cassell a shot. I because I would because I think a lot of the attraction with Rivers was that I think the Clippers <laughs> keep trying to fix this problem <laughs> with Clippers, you know, cuz Doc Rivers was a Clipper, you know, and uh Vinny Del Negro before him, he was a Clipper. Um so it wouldn't surprise me in the slight, if in the least, if if they got Sam Cassell, who was another Clipper, who was on that playoff team in 06. The bug. Um, the bug. He's a great. Bug. The and alien. that and that would be an amazing story. There Clippers helping others. Clippers, you know, yeah, like that would be an amazing story. But I would take a Billy Donovan. I would take a Nick Nurse. I would take a Monty Williams. I will take uh, you know, a lot of these coaches that are out there. I will take a college coach. Just something. I just we just need something new and different. It it has. Uh, the college thing never works out. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, I'm Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan was the closest thing, but uh, yeah. I, st- I don't think it still works out. But uh, hold on, real quick. You Again, I want to get, you said that Kawhi and PG, they're going to go into the offseason, work hard, you're good with Asante. I am they're probably going to work their ass off, but I, I said this in the beginning of the podcast. I'm going to reiterate it. I think this night fucked up their next two years. You I really believe that. This, I, know, yeah. I really think, believe that. I don't think they're going to make it, and I think no. I think it's just going to fuck it up, man. I think it's going to fuck it I up, man. I completely disagree because, look, they're in L.A. They're under the spotlight. For them to collapse the next year is un, it's, it's uncalled for. They Look, Kawhi is a cyborg. He's going to understand, I fucked up. I fucked over the Lakers by playing with them, thinking there was going to be a, a, a big three. He chose the Clippers. Look, he gave up a lot to bring PG-13. Him and PG-13 are going to sit down like, look, we came here. We were embarrassed in the bubble. Next season's going to be a regular season starting in October. We got the fans here. They're going to work their ass off, and my money is on them making them making it back to the playoffs. And I think, Stefan, as a Clipper fan, I know you're down right now, but you got to believe in that. You say you're going to ride, ride with your boys till the wheels fall off. You got to keep rocking with them, man. Look, I'm a, look. I'm not going wo- nowhere. I'm a, I already I already paid my $200 deposit for next year's season tickets. There like, you go. Are you going to take not, it away? Are you going to take that deposit nah, away? Nah, okay. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not going to take that money out. Okay, so keep it there, right? Yeah, but I, I am a realist. And, like, I've seen this movie before. I thought the same thing with Lob City. I thought, you know, Chris Paul and Blake. Griffin, man. Yeah. Like, all, they, they yeah. got hurt and there was bad chemistry. So, and then Blake Griffin got hurt. And, you know, so it's just like. 
I want to believe that. I want to believe, and I'm sure they will. But at the end of the day, like, you know, Donovan Mitchell's going to the court saying, hey, I give up a 3-1 lead. I'm going to come hard next year. You know fucking Luka Doncic is like, yo, I'm going to come hard. And everyone's true, coming true, hard true, next 100%. year. Like, you well, can't let these. Your bench is deep, Stefan. Your I, bench is deep, Yeah, bro. but our bench is also older. Like, they're older yeah, guys. Lou that. Williams is another year older. Who's your bench like, besides Lou Will and Montrose? That's Andrew that's Shaman, no, Reggie bro. Jackson, Reggie Jackson's not, not it. J- Jamichael Green, not it. Morris, Jamichael Green. I like. I, I'm Morris. not gonna. I'm not gonna quit on Shaman yet. I think. Mm. I think he had an injury like in February that kind of fucked him up because before that he was doing really well and he hit a couple shots in the bubble. But Shaman's still a young guy. He He's 21 ankle. years old. You know, even tonight he hurt his ankle, yeah, and then right yeah, after yeah. the ankle he hits a, a clutch three, oh, and yeah. then he got worked on defense by Jamal. But I was like, why would you even throw him out there? He's playing on a bum ankle to guard one of the fastest guards in the league. Like, what I mean, kind of in Doc's defense it? in that moment, he probably was like itching. He was probably like, Doc, I'm fine. I could go play. Of course, but you got to know better. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, and then after he took him know. out, but like, it's it's game seven, so I'm not I'm not ready to give up on Sham. I think Sham is going to be like another JJ Redick for us. Hopefully, he can develop into that. I think Zoo, if he can just he he kind of he was getting punked around down there, and like I would like to see be see Zoo become more of a bully, like to get in a weight room, get some muscle and some weight on him, and he just got knocked around a bit. And I didn't like him. I didn't like him. And I love Zoo. I think well the trade we gave up like. That's where we give up like a can of soda to the Lakers for. And I like, was pissed when when the Lakers let Zoo. Yeah, it was, was for like, Mascala. That's yeah. what we gave you guys. We gave you guys Mascala and we gave up Zoo. Those maybe, two guys and they weren't even maybe like, Magic Mascala. Maybe Magic guy? saw this in Zoo. Little soft. Nah, nah Zoo. Maybe he saw Zoo's this. Young. I don't know. Zoo had a lot of Zoo had a lot of bright. Mo- if if Zoo would have played more minutes in that game five because the plus minus uh. When Zoo was on the floor against um, Joker in Game Five, I think the pl- the plus minus was a uh, plus ten points, and then when Trez was on there, it was minus nineteen. He left mm-hmm. Trez in there for too long in that third quarter, and that's when it, he finally brought Zoo back in when it was like the Nuggets were only down by two. Like, what? Look, like, look. what kind of adjustment is that? You're gonna leave a man to get cooked, and for them to come back down nineteen points to cut it to two, and then you're like, all right, come on, Zoo. Like, what? Like. That's unfair to him. So I think Zoo can develop, and I'm down to keep him. I have a lot of faith in him. Kawhi, I'm down to keep Pat Bev. You know, he's injury prone, but he's not our starting point guard. I think we need a real point guard who can really score. Score, yeah, that's what and they're missing. Yep. If we can get one of those, I think we'll be better. So I'll take a Chris Paul if, if that could happen. Or I don't know. I don't know who else is available. A Drew Holiday? Mm. I'll take a Drew Holiday. Oh, yeah, like Drew. We'll give you a Caruso for PG-13. I'll take Alonzo Ball, <laughs> honestly. Alonzo, yeah, Alonzo. I'll he, take Alonzo. Hey, no, actually, like, I, I take that back. I will not take Alonzo CP3 Ball. and Billy nah. Donovan, no, they, they develop a little chemistry this year. You know, maybe CP3 Make it would want if, 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 to I would love Billy to see Donovan CP3 on. come back, man, because he, he was it was really him who brought Lob City into if the If he light. comes back and Doc is still, is still the coach of the team, that makes no sense. Fuck no. No, no, they have a bad relationship. They're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. Doc Rivers has to go first of all cp3 is not coming back to the clippers if any team he's coming back with his best friend lebron and they're gonna win a chip together do you blame charles barkley Guaranteed. I get. I know. I remember what. Did you see me when he when he said that? I was like, bro, don't say that shit. Like, bro, it's it's not even over. He said that shit at halftime. He was clowning like, oh, the Nuggets. Uh, Joker is such a good passer. He could play on the Broncos for Monday Night Football. Like, he's gonna Damn, be there. And like, that. it was just um. Yeah, Magic was saying it was over. Everyone was saying it was over. And just, like, if any any real Clipper fan, and not these new Clipper fans or Clipper fans in Slob City, any real Clipper fan knew that this shit could happen. 
because we've seen mm. it happen before where the type of team, we're like the Cowboys, get hurt. what can go wrong will go wrong. And that is exactly what happened. Like, I was dreading this. I was dreading. Even Santi was counting. They, they lost game five. And then Santi was like telling my mom, well, you got to plan for next week because it's going to be like you know, a, a battle every night because Lakers and Clippers. And I told I you, like, bro, it's not over. Like, but I thought you guys were going to win game six, Stefan. When I saw I that Sunday too. morning, I know. When I saw Sunday morning, and I told you, I went Paris Aileen. It was my birthday. And I was like, you know, I'm going to watch this history. You know, I'm going to see my little brother. We're going to eat some steak that night. Mm-hmm. But to see that collapse and to, for them to not rebound the ball and the yeah. Nuggets get four chances to rebound. They had four just, offensive rebounds in a row. In the I same just possession. couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was like a. Honestly, think it was a moment more of a mental breakdown for these guys. Did these guys not get a Mickey bar? Did they not like? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what. On? I don't know what happens at halftime. But at halftime in the last three games, they come back out in the second half and are terrible. It's it's honestly. I don't know what it is. I, the coach got to go. Doc Rivers got to go. I'm telling you, you guys need the to start fresh. It needs. You needs guys need energy, the bug, man. or you need you need uh, Lou. Ty Lue won a championship with LeBron. He knows championship basketball. So I'm down yeah, I'd, rather, I'd rather go Ty, I'd rather go Ty Lue over so uh, Ty Lue over first. Sam Cassell. Yeah, I go Ty Lue first and then Sam Cassell. What about Jason Kidd? Would you go Jason Kidd? Fuck Jason no. Kidd trying to, what? No. no. Fuck no. I'll take Jason. You wouldn't Kidd take Jason Kidd? Kidd? Nah, he doesn't have a good track record. Okay. All right. I don't know. Honestly, I'll take anyone at this point. I mean, when the Lakers got fucking what's his name? Luke Walton. Luke no, no, who, who's your coach right now? I'll take Vogel. Luke Walton. Frank, Frank Vogel is he? Hey, when he, I heard I the Lakers got Frank Vogel, I was like, "Yo, this is a wrap." Clippers, like, you know what I mean? And I was hating. He's coach of the year. But, uh, look, and I'm not, nah, you know, oh, what? J- Jason what? Kidd what? is assistant coach too. Hey, yeah, is Frank Vogel not coach of the year, Dario? No, no, who? no, because Who's LeBron, LeBron, Nurse, he they won got it. LeBron on the team, man. bro. Nurse, LeBron, LeBron, no, but that's an award that's biased. I'm telling Frank Vogel for what he has done his first year. Nick Nurse already won a championship. How's he gonna pick him, uh, coach of the year when their team got killed? Nick Frank, Nurse, uh, br- Nick Nurse, and Nick Nurse brought the Toronto Raptors he, to the second round of the playoffs, game seven, without a Kawhi, bro, with no other yeah, star. But what are you talking? They got Siakam, they got Frank. Stop, Siakam's not a star. Stop, Siakam is not a star. No, he's not a star. Star, he's star. an all-star. Not what I've seen in this playoff. Yeah, not what I've seen. But before but, that, we saw. But he, Nick yeah, he made the all-star contract. team, but he's not a star. He's not a star. He's not a star. Nick's no. still a young player. How old is Siakam? He's, but he's still not young. a star uh-huh. right now. He okay, can right be a star. now. He has the potential he, to be a star, but this year and right now, Toronto has nobody. Kyle Lowry is a star of that team, honestly. Yes, yes. Well, Kyle Siakam, Lowry, Kyle, and then Marcus Frank Sol. Van Fleet was yeah. balling. He was, he was hitting star. his shots. He was a second. Yeah, he yeah was but, but look at the names you're naming. Nick Nurse brought that team to a game seven against Boston, bro. That's why he's the coach of the year. Frank Vogel has LeBron James. last year. They already have that championship competitiveness. I just think Frank Vogel, what he's done, yeah, he has LeBron AD, but still, I man. think Frank Vogel was perfect for the Lakers because perfect. he's a de- defensive coach, you know. But off of the Lakers, though, Clippers, I don't know, man. I think you could have put fucking yeah, you could have put fucking Steph as the coach, bro. Yeah, and they they would've, would've, you can't do that. You can't put just put anybody because obviously Luke Walt, Walt, Walton couldn't do nothing. You only give you him one year. Look, when you become and LeBron a, was hurt. When you become a Lakers head coach, there's a lot of drama, a lot of fucking egos in that fucking locker room. You have to put a serious coach. You can't just put and any was, Joker in there. It was the defense, you're a Lakers son. coach. You know what type of uh, alumni that is. You understand Phil Jackson? Like this is not. This is you can't put any joke. Can, Honestly, I'm gonna tell you this. If Ty Lue, if Ty Lue was the coach, I don't think the Lakers would be that. Oh, what? You know what? I don't want to say because Ty Lue's a good coach, but I like Frank Vogel. 
He brings a serious and, and he's a defensive coach like C. Hall did. Our defense right. has been doing really well. We, got, we got one of the best defenses. Regardless, exactly. most basketball analysts would say Doc Rivers is a better coach than Frank Vogel. Yeah, I don't agree. agree with that. Not from what I see. I, I mean, why do you say that? Why do you say that? No, no, I said most basketball analysts. Doc has a championship and Frank Vogel does How long ago? That's like a decade, more than a decade ago. I know, and I agree. What has Frank Vogel done? Frank Vogel hasn't done Jack. He, what are you talking about? He was, he had a PG thirteen, yeah, in the in the West Eastern, Eastern Conference. Conference. That's, that's all he done, and then he went to Orlando. That's, and he did that's Jack a good, Dick. that's a good. Track well, he's gonna be tested. That's a, that's Mike okay Malone, track record. Mike yeah. Malone is Wait, a good coach. That's one season. And he's gonna be, he's gonna be tested now. We're gonna see. Not I mean, years, I don't think how how many adjustments can you make than just the, be like LeBron, be aggressive. The that's an ran, adjustment. The Pacers ran into uh, LeBron every year, bro. Who's gonna come out at the East other than LeBron? Do you remember that? Yeah, I understand, but look, Frank Vogel is not it, bro. Like Jason, K first of all, when they first hired all, you Frank think Vogel, when they hired Frank Vogel, they, they hired Jason Kidd as the assistant coach. The plan was to take Jason Kidd to be the head coach. Once Frank Vogel, the season started, it wasn't gonna be good. That was the plan. But fortunately, Frank Vogel got saved, and he actually had a good season, and he's still the he's still the coach. So but the plan was always to have Jason Kidd as the head coach. Do you remember so that? So that that was the plan. I never seen that though. Who that said was, that everybody was talking about? Stephen A. Okay. Max Kellerman. They were so all everyone speculating. Okay, cool. So now yeah. that's yeah, everyone speculating. It was speculation. Yeah. Okay, so. So now, if they wins the finals, is Jason's kids taking the job? Is Jason no, kid Frank taking Vogel has ass is saved. But Thank because you. he has LeBron and AD, bro. Come on, stop. That's still a lot of egos to control, bro. You can't always... There's only own. one ego, bro. On a LeBron James team, there's only one ego. That's the, that's the power of LeBron James, and I respect that. Yeah. Like, on every team, he is the general manager, he's the coach, and he's the best player. Like, that's, that's what it is. Like, he's people need, cater yeah. to his needs and to what he wants. And like who's who else is, has an ego on that Lakers team? Nobody. Anthony Davis doesn't have an ego. That was his issue that he didn't have confidence. Now that he's with LeBron, he has confidence and he's playing like a stud. When he was on the Pelicans, that was his issue. He didn't have an ego. He he played like a bitch, and now he's playing good. So that's the, a good way to put just it. just to wrap it up on the Clippers because I want to get to the rest of the the rest of the play the rest of the finals and stuff. But just to wrap it up on the Clippers. Um, yeah, so there's no silver. <laughs> there's no silver lining. I'm trying to. The only silver lining is that next it'll be in front of. In. Maybe not even next year. Man, just when it finally does happen, because Man. I hope to God it does, because my kids will not follow me as Clipper fans. They will jump ship, and they will follow their uncle to the Laker, Lakers. To Laker because because they're they're gonna be like, Daddy, why the fuck do we keep going to these games? And I'm be free, like, Son. son. Because we, we try and <laughs> we try and we try <laughs> and we try, but we keep going. But like yeah. I said, the only silver lining is that when that moment finally does happen and we finally it's not even win a championship. It's just like once that m moment finally happens, when we win and get into a Western Conference finals, wow. it will be amazing. And I'll probably be in tears. And to think that's fucking crazy. You're going to cry yeah. because you won eight games in, in the playoffs. Like, Huge. yeah, that's how big it is for us. That's how big it was for me this year. That's crazy. And like, I was counting down the games. I wasn't counting down. You know how a lot of players are like, all right, one down, 15 more to go. Right, you know? right, right. I was, I was, I was counting. Wow. Okay. We got one down. We got seven more to go. Like I was counting to eight. I was like, all we need to do is get to eight and I can relax. We got to seven and couldn't get that eight. That's crazy. That's how I felt, bro. That's, that, so that's how I am as a fan. Ooh. I was counting down to eight. I was like, we just need to get to fucking eight. And that's whatever crazy. happens after that, I can live with. Back. I can live with whatever happens after that. And that's how it is. So. All right, well, let's continue, man. So let's wrap it up. Clippers, you let me down again, but the beat goes on. We stay riding. Clip City forever. 
Wait, are you, are you going to the airport tonight? Are you going to LAX to welcome <laughs> them back? <laughs> no, they're not deserving of that. Yikes. You know, if, if they went out like Toronto, like close ass game, game I set, yeah. nah, they got fucking. They couldn't hit a bucket to save their mama, bro. Like it was bad. Hey, the ball don't lie. Just <laughs> the whole second half. It was man. just. It was just a collapse. So, but let's get let's, let's pay respect to the Western Conference Finals now. The number three seed, Denver, never say die, Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets. And the number one seeded Lake Show. Like I said earlier, I got the Lakers in five. I don't respect Denver. I think they're, yeah, they're a good young team. Joker's no real deal. Jamal Murray's real deal. The rest of that squad, though, bums. Well, Gary Harris, I give you respect. Michael Porter, I give you respect. Rest of them, nah, bro, they can't handle Lake Show. LeBron's going to go off. It's going to be LeBron in the finals. Again, he's back, the king. Well, I think we might lose game one. That's just how the Lakers always do it. Always losing game we're one. We're always going to lose game one. Then we're going to wake up and, you know, like, all right, well, we're, we're, we need to get to the finals. But honestly, man, to, uh, to be, to be, man, the way Joker's playing right now, the way he's passing, I don't, I'm not going to be surprised if it goes six games. God forbid it goes seven. I'm going to be pissed as a Laker fan because, like, we're, we're wasting a lot of time with these guys. But, Against these chicken nuggets, man. I, I hope it's five. <laughs> That's um, the second time I heard him say that. Um, I hope it's five. <laughs> it, it could be six, but if it goes game seven, um, there's no excuse, man. But don't man, don't worry, man. We're going to do it big for L.A. You know, you guys can watch us again in the finals. Um, you guys know yikes. You guys know Clipper fans. and Well, maybe not all Clipper fans, but Clipper fans and me, myself, we're rooting against you. The hundred thousand percent. Yeah, I thought. Of course, you're rooting. They're salty like the Warriors because I don't root for the Warriors. I hate the Warriors. Fan, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go for the other LA. Because you guys, because okay, because Clipper fans don't clown Laker fans. Laker fans clown Clipper fans. Yeah, bro. That's all. Maybe, maybe not you guys. Maybe not you guys. But I know a lot of Laker fans, bro. And trust me, my my phone is blown the fuck up right now with everyone hitting me up. Same old Clippers. Choke City, you know, same old dippers, you know, dippers. always clipping. Like, I've I, Laker fans are hating, bro. So, of course, I'm a root against y'all. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be hating if LeBron got another ring. I just think, I just hate how LeBron came to the Lakers when he could have co- came to the Clippers. He could have been like a Kawhi and be like, I'm going to create my own legacy. Nah, he's like, let me go follow a legacy. And I don't, it, it's also because the Laker fans hated LeBron. Laker fans are the biggest LeBron haters in the world yeah, because Kobe. of the Kobe. Because yeah. of Kobe, though. Yeah, because we're waiting for him. Yeah, it was, it was always that. like that. When LeBron was in the finals with the Cavs, Laker fans were rooting against LeBron. Like, they were like, nah, we're going to go for the Cali team in Golden State. Like, and then they get him the year after, and, and like, and now they're like suddenly in love. Like, I'm like, that's, you guys, like, LeBron, you're a bitch for that, bro. Like, so, but whatever. If he gets another one, I won't be hating because LeBron's a great guy, great player. He has exceeded a lot of people's ex- expectations. Definitely top five all time, and you know, and and I won't, Whoa. I won't, I won't be hating. <laughs> I won't be hating, but uh. I am rooting against you because if Denver does beat the Lakers, it makes this loss look a little better. But I don't see it happening. Exactly. And then I would like to see Miami get one because I I like Jimmy Butler as a player. That was that was one player I was hoping when free agency began. I was like, if mm. we can get Kawhi and Jimmy, yeah. bang. That, that would have been, been a man, fucking that team. Been two dogs. That would have been a that fucking been two dogs. team. That'd be two wolves. And then right I heard there. Jimmy went to two Miami. What? Two wolves. Do the wolves. Oh, oh. <laughs> Bro. Oh, oh. Jimmy. Yo, but Jimmy would have got on. Jimmy would have had What's that. What's going on? PG-13 is like a little chihuahua, man. He's all that. Everybody's like, everybody's going. 
clown PG what in the morning, on? Kawhi. Hey, what did Stefan say? PG 13%? No, P- no, no, no. PG 1.3%. Mm. Yikes. No, like playoff P? Nah, fucking pandemic P. That's what that oh. was. Um, wait, wait, so you had Denver? I have Lakers in five. You have Santi? Lakers in six. Seahole. Lakers in five. Uh, I got Lakers in. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna put some respect on Denver's name. I got Lakers in six. I got okay. Lakers in six. Okay, All of us sludding. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I got Lakers. We in six. lose game one and we lose game four. I think we win game six. one and we game two. I think we win game one, game two, and we come out flat. You know, the third game. Okay. Interesting. Um, you want to do Eastern Conference? You said Eastern. Eastern. I got Miami in six. I like Miami. Wow. Mm. I like. I just think they're like another Denver team, except they don't have a juggernaut in the Lakers to face in the next round. Um, in the finals, I think it'd be different. But in this in this series, I think I've seen a lot of the Boston games because I've been betting on them, and they kind <laughs> of. That's just funny. They to me. Ki- like I I lost so much money when Toronto hit that buzzer beater, and uh, I don't know what game it was. Game With Philly. No 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 no. Uh, oh, Toronto and Celtics. To go OT. Remember yeah. Toronto and Celtics yeah. uh, last week. Yeah. Um, oh. It was a game. What was it? Game three. I think it was game three. The Kyle hit it? Who I, hit I it? forgot. I don't know. Okay. Some no-name player. Oh, oh Adrian Awabi? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The buzzer beater? The yeah, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. money on that. I was like... I, I bet on the boy? Celtics, Is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I think the Celtics kind of have a little bit of that Clipper vibe. They're deep in talent, but something's not clicking. Jason Tatum doesn't seem to be ready. He's Kemba, not there yet. Kemba is not... Charlotte Hornets Kemba, but like, bro, you're on the Celtics now, like higher expectations. And Jalen Brown is kind of like a Morris up and down. So I think house money, as they like to say, is on Miami side. And they're, they've only had one loss this playoffs. And I just, I, I just, I think they're going to get them in six. I think they got one today. They grinded it out. And I think the momentum can continues and they meet the Lakers in the finals. Hmm. I think the opposite, man. I think Boston is going to be game seven. I mean, they're going to go seven games. This is going to be a battle. The matchups are pretty well. I think uh, Jason Tatum had a bad day. Yeah, he, he got blocked, but this is motivation. He's a young player. It's motivation for him to come back. I think Kemba's been playing okay, man. He's slicing and dicing. Not, not every game. He's, he's, yeah, he's been not, very inconsistent. Yeah, yeah. Last True. game, he had like two points. But not yeah. every player could be on for every game. That just shows if LeBron. You're, yeah. If you're a star caliber player, you yeah, have, you have to be on every no, but game. But you could have a bad game and bounce back the next day. He's though. had multiple bad games. True, but I'm this saying. series is a brand new series. Devon. You just saw game it one. Is, so it is, but just going based off of what we've seen. If they lose game two and stuff like that, then what you say could be right. But I'm just saying, look, this is playoffs. You gotta you gotta forget the the past. You gotta wake up every day's every game's a brand new uh chance to win. So I think Boston's gonna actually like slide in. But man, Miami is nasty. Um Bam, bro, like that guy is a beast. And and uh he, Tyler Hero surprised me to me. He's he's the biggest surprise of Miami because the way he's like so confident shooting the bucket, corner corner threes, oh my god, you know? So Man, at the end of the day, man, whoever makes it out of the Eastern Conference is going to be a problem for the Lakers because the Lakers match up okay with uh, with Boston, but Miami, if Jimmy buckets, but like I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid of Miami. I'm honestly, if I'm a Laker fan, because we're big, we're too big for them. 
Yeah, but uh, Miami's Miami's kind of s- built similar to the Clippers in that they have a lot of spot up shooters. Yeah, they spread correct. you out with but Crowder, Andre Iguodala. He's um, but he's old. Gordon Dragic. Yeah, you know, Dragic. Like, I forgot about yeah. Like they, a lot of good role players, right? Yeah, yeah. They yeah. have a lot of but good three pointer shooters, and they have a lot of fearless players. But I so did Houston though. Like they weren't clicking. Like obviously. yeah, but Houston's Houston. We know Miami's a new team, just like Denver. This is a new team. We really. The, the story much, hasn't yeah. been written on yeah, them yeah, yet. Yeah, it's Houston, we all knew that was going to happen. Like facts. We were Big hoping facts. that, you know. Houston, oh, my God. Don't get me started. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, we, we were thinking, you know, with yeah. the addition of Russ and the small ball lineup that something would change. But no, I mean, Houston, James James Harden is who James Harden is. You know, I get love. Get the fuck out of here, B. Get I love any, Anybody that's a James Harden fan is a loser, straight up. Anybody that's a James Harden fan B. is a loser. Do you like, LA, you, like watching, you like watching somebody take 40 dribbles into a crossover and lose in the first, second round of playoffs? You're a loser, homie. That's straight. I Change your fucking ball. game, homie. You're not a basketball player right now. You're a fucking loser. Holla at me. At me at Twitter. What up? Time hey. flies 1289. Whatever. I like PJ Tucker though. Heavy. I like PJ Tucker too. He's a dog. He's a dog. To be only like six five or whatever and and play like the way he plays. Hits corner threes. Yeah, yeah man. so but Houston is Houston. You know they're not gonna get anywhere with that lineup. James Harden, Russell Westbrook. I loved Russell Westbrook. Me I loved too. his energy. I loved his tenacity. Love I it. loved his his I don't give a fuck attitude. Now it's just annoying. Now it's just like when he barks back. You know. What was he like, arguing yeah. with Rondo's brother or yeah. when he barks back other people? I'm like, shut up, Russ. Like, you, you have shit. nothing to yeah. back yeah. it up, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you were riding yeah. Kevin Durant's, like, you know, like talent. And, like, now that he, ever since he's been gone, you've been a bum. And, like, you he's can't. An, he's another one. Like, if you're if you're a fan of Russell Westbrook, then I'm sorry to say, he's my, he's my I was talking to C. Hall before yeah. y'all were getting stuff ready. I was like, yo, he's my favorite player to watch, but he's not a winner. He's yeah. not a winner. He has not, he's done mid-range, nothing to change his game. Mid-range, terrible. Three-point, yeah. terrible. His athletic like, ability is declining. He doesn't yeah. improve his game. No shooting. He doesn't play make. He's like Melo. He literally stayed one – his whole career was one thing, just offensive and depending on his athletic ability. And that's the one thing I hate. When you're, when you're an NBA player, when you're an athlete, and you do nothing to expand on your game, you're not a basketball player. You're just somebody that's just riding your talent, and that's not fair. That's not, that's not fair. There are other people in the world that will die to have your position and will work their ass off every single day to expand their game and to, and to, and to expand their career. And Russell Westbrook and James Harden, they just they – just, they, they, uh, they depend on their talent, and it's just like it's not doing anything. I fucking hate that shit, yo. It just gets me mad tight. That makes sense. That makes sense. So, uh, real quick, who do, who do we got? <laughs> who do we? No, because I just uh, don't agree. I just think they're gonna work hard, and they they have to change because this is everyone's the first year gonna work hard. No, but this is the first year they're together, though. Like that's I, the same excuse about the Clippers. No, yeah, I know, I know, excuse. but that's a little different. Though. We've seen James this Harden. The first, okay, no, but this is the first year Miami's together. This is the first year Kemba's on yeah, the Celtics. This is the first year AD and LeBron are together. Like, I know, and sometimes that's not the an chemistry excuse. works right away. But look, they just fired Dan Tony. I think they're gonna start fresh. They're they're still they can hire to make Doc. the playoffs. Are, are they not might, making the playoffs might, next year? Yeah. Are they not making? So you're I don't know. Me, give me I a don't second. know. Hold up. I don't know. The, okay. Are you? Are they making the playoffs next year? With the same team, right the Rockets, now. The well, if they, I mean, the, yeah. Let's say, but with the same team, maybe they add another role. Like player the role players change yeah. up. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's gonna be the same story. Okay. Great regular season. So they're making I don't, playoffs. I don't, I don't That's know. still successful season. See how they making playoffs next year. I think Rockets is gonna always be in there. Yeah, of course. I don't know, man. I I look around at the West and I just think it's hard. I just think the yeah. Suns are coming up if, with Monty Williams and Devin Booker. You know, he's big time. Uh, mm-hmm. De- DeAndre Ayton, you know, they also got uh, Kelly Oubre. Like, they got a bunch of young, hungry guys. You know, 
I, I know I know the Kings haven't done it yet, but I think the Kings have a playoff team in them with Buddy Heald and uh, Aaron De- Fox. Aaron Fox. I want to see him in the playoffs so like, bad. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see him in the playoffs so bad. I think the Kings are just like some some exp- some years of experience of w- away and. Um, Doncic is for real. Like I didn't, mm. the, I saw mm. when the, the Dallas Mavericks played the Clippers during the season, we shut Doncic down. And then I saw that six game series and how Doncic literally put that the team beater. on his back, the right to left step back, oh bro. It was Stop on it. on Mister PG thirteen one point three percent. He has that. Uh, oh no, no, that was Reggie Jackson, right? I think it was on Reggie. I think you're right. It was yeah, on Reggie. It was on Reggie. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, Devin Booker scored the buzzer beater on Paul George. Um. But uh, but yeah. So I think the Suns, the Kings, Dallas. Um, I think Memphis is only gonna get better. You know. Uh, yeah, John Moran is a beast. New Orleans. You know, New Orleans Pelicans. They might pop. Orleans, you know, yeah. with, so with Drew and and Brandon Ingram and and Zion. Zion you know, like there's a bu- and Golden State Warriors are they're they're gonna be back. Hey, listen, man. So I just don't see where the Rockets, where teams like the Rockets fit into that. I don't know where like Utah fits into that. I know they got Donovan Mitchell, but it's like Donovan Mitchell and who else? So it's like teams like Utah and Houston. I don't know where those guys fit in like all these new up and coming teams. You know what's gonna propel Houston to the next level? I was talking to Seahole with this a little earlier. There are two players in the league right now that need to change their game, and and one of them I think is gonna do it, and one of them I don't think is, is done. James Harden and Giannis, uh, and Giannis from Milwaukee. Giannis, I think, is actually going to change his game. That, that, that shot, right? Giannis, is, Giannis has developed a jump shot, but he also needs to develop. He needs to develop his handles, and he needs to develop playmaking skills. Right now, basketball IQ too. Yeah, yeah, basketball IQ. He needs to become a basketball player. James Harden. What's interesting about James Harden is because ever since Mike D'Antoni came in, he's been relying on the three points because of the whole analytic department and all that bullshit, whatever. But before Mike D'Antoni, D'Antoni got there. James Harden would take forty, would take dribbles, and then he'd go into a mid-range shot. So he'd mix it up a lot more than what he was doing now with Houston and the whole three-point shot. Yeah. James Harden needs to get back to that. He needs to mix it up more. He needs to develop a little, a little bit more of a, play, of a post-up and try to develop a little more about playmaking skills. But at this point of James Harden's career, I don't think, he's the, I don't think he could do it anymore. Giannis is a little younger, so I think he has a better opportunity. But those two players, man, Houston is not going anywhere if James – keeps doing the same thing. I don't care if it's a different coach, if it's a, if it's a different system. That new system, that new coach, it when shit breaks down, they're all they're going to do, they're going to revert back to what they know, which is isolation, 40 dribbles, crossover, James Harden jump shot. They need to do James Harden needs to develop a fucking game, bro. You're not a, you're not a basketball player, dog. You are not a basketball player and that shit get, I keep saying it over and over, that shit gets me so fucking tight, man. That's and Giannis, Giannis right now, he's just depending on his athletic ability. He's literally just running downhill, trying to dunk on dudes. Like, yeah, that's cute in the regular season. That's why he's the regular season MVP. But when it comes to playoffs, look at what happened. He's getting 4-1, bounced out. Gentleman sweep. I know he got hurt, but whatever. Like, they were down 3-0 before he got hurt. So, Giannis, you need, you yeah. need to develop an actual basketball game. Yeah, Is that Gian- was a bad look for Giannis. Super bad look. That was a bad look. Super bad look. Is Giannis staying in Milwaukee? He has yeah, one. He has one more season. You think he's staying? Yeah, he's standing. I'd like to I think, think that he is because he seems like a different type of guy. Yeah. He seems like the kind of guy that's that wants to win with his team, and you know, and that he's could be all talk though. You know what I'm saying? It could be, it but be, he seems yeah. like a Dame Lillard to me. He seems like they'll give him the money, they'll give him the city, and he'll just try and ride it out and hope that management can somehow convince a couple stars to join him. I don't see him like a bitch that's just going to be like, oh, well, let me go join the Warriors or let me go join the Lakers. Like, nah, like, Damn, I, would I don't see that. Though. I don't know. What? But who, why? Wait, with I, the I, Lakers, I, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So if he joins dominant. the Warriors, I'll be pissed. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Let, 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 me, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. 
I would like to see it because I just like to see the way the basketball would move and how the growth in Giannis's game would be when he'd be with Steph, a Clay, a Dre. That's what I mean. Obviously, I don't want to see it because they'd be going fucking sixty-five and whatever. But eighty-two and zero. The growth in Giannis's game would be immense, bro. I would love to see him play within that system, but I don't want to see it because it'll be a cheap shot to, for the for the it'll be cheap for the whole rest of the league. So that's what I meant. But I would like to see it. My bad. That's what I meant. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I mean, if I Giannis, think he's leaving though. I mean, if he was smart, he would. Yeah. But I don't know. Man. I mean, they had that meeting. Supposedly, I think it was yesterday. He had the meeting with the owners, and they had like a three-hour lunch. And the owners were saying like, "Yo, we're gonna spend all the money. We're gonna go into luxury tax for you. Like, we're building the team around you. So we don't want you to think about leaving." They they just gotta do more than than Middleton. Middleton yeah, and Bledsoe, get them out. Get yeah, them yeah, out, B. Bledsoe, but hey, look, get them out. I've been telling y'all. Yeah, Bledsoe what did I say? Do you remember me saying you all the right. podcasts? I told you, you sure. Right. Middleton and Bledsoe is not at home. But what about Middleton? Right. Middleton nah, get him out, out dog. Nah, out. Middleton's not your second guy, though. Middleton nope. could be your fourth no, guy. It was the point guard. It was Bledsoe. Bledsoe no. was the one that... Middleton could be your fourth guy. Get him out, homie. He can be like a James Crowder. Yeah, yeah. He's not He's not it. Bledsoe, I always saw Bledsoe not being a number one point guard. Nah, Bledsoe's Even when he left the Clippers, he was always like a number number two he was a great number two had, like, he brought so much energy package. off the bench when chris paul was he was on the, such a great great will, will come out of the game but um no, yeah, but not he's not hey no. divincenzo didn't look that bad oh my god he didn't look i'm just saying i'm what just saying, saying he's, he's 22 right. yeah he's i'm done. just saying he didn't look that bad he was can he, develop he, all right, all right. he can develop you know maybe like a gorgon drogic type but um yeah i don't know i don't know that was pretty embarrassing by milwaukee uh do we have anything to say about uh, Celtics and Toronto? Oh, Is yeah. that what we expected? I expected that. I knew Toronto wasn't gonna get back yeah, to they the didn't, they didn't have enough finals. depth though. I thought I thought Boston has has more depth overall, you know. And and the the crazy thing is, I, I'm picking the Celtics over the Heat because I think once Gordon Hayward comes back, they're gonna have that that final piece. I, know, I forgot. Man, he's hurting. <laughs> I don't I know. Totally shooting, about but that's, that guy. That's the, that's the X factor. Hayward, that's the, Hayward has never been Utah Hayward since he's been in He has Yeah, but bro, do you remember that injury? I do, I Calm, do. That so that's why it's like, why are we? Why is Hayward going to be the difference maker? Because I, I look, think he actually hurt like, them. I think he he's actually going to hurt them. He's going to hurt the. He's going to hurt the makeup of the team. This he team has been in the flow. He changes. He's more of a... Assist, get the assist, rebound. And no, I'm saying score. he's gonna hurt the Boston Celtics when he comes back. Oh, you think? I'm saying because because they're in a groove right now, and Gordon Hayward, like he just never. I, ever since that injury, it sucks because it was literally the first game of the season, and like it just never fit. After that injury, he just never fit. He kept getting hurt, and then when he wasn't hurt and he was playing, he wasn't playing up to his potential. So I don't think it ever fit. That's and I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's. I mean that's. It could the be the exact opposite injury. though. It could like really uplift them though. You know, you never know. We'll see no, how close right. they are as a team though. So you know, who do you got, Daryl? Uh, Miami, Boston, right? Yeah. Uh, I got Miami. Man, Jimmy Butler is just—I got respect that man, yo. Like he—I he, remember seeing a quote. He—the he, quote was, "I'm not the most athletic. I can't run the fastest, but what I am, I'm tough and I'm mean, and I know that I'm a yeah. good basketball player." And like he, like he's speaking facts. He's a good basketball player that knows his role and he knows how to uplift his teammates. All of his teammates, all they're doing, they're just reaching him on his level, which is pretty much just being a dog. That's it. Tyler Hero, he's a rookie who does not give a fuck. He's just like, I'm taking the, I'm taking the hardest shot with two seconds left in that game, and I'm not scared. I'm taking it. Jimmy Butler, he lives for the, for the moments of being a hero with the last two seconds. Bam Adebayo is an up and coming rising star. Like that team perfectly fits him, man. 
And like you were saying a little earlier, Jason Tatum, he's like right on the cusp of taking that next leap, but he's not there yet. He's not there. He's Especially not with that there. block tonight, he's not there yet. He's not there he yet. missed a lot of uh, shots to, to get him the lead or to yeah. tie it up, and he missed them. Kemba's inconsistent. Um, Jalen Brown is just – he's good, but I don't know. I, I, got, I got Miami – Wow, I got Miami, and I I want to say it's gonna be six or seven. Miami six or seven. Miami yeah. Seahawks. What you got? Man, I got I got Celtics, Celtics, man. I cause Cel- we're, Celtics was up in the game for most of the time, right? Yeah, and, and then Miami and that's, came that's back. That's how on they them. were in the Toronto series. I just think Celtics they just got all their players they could score. And um, that's so then, uh, so Dario and I have Heat Lakers finals, and Santi and Chris Hall have uh, Celtics. Lakers Celtics finals. Yeah, Rest All in peace, right. Kobe, because it'll be a 10-year anniversary since Kobe won his last ring, his fifth ring. And I think <laughs> it's going to be beautiful 10 years later that the Lakers beat the Boston Celtics with a stacked team since they had Rondo, Paul Pierce, and Garnett. And for them, for LeBron and AD to come 10 years later and win another chip for the uh, – and we tie. By the way, we will tie uh, Boston Celtics championship, so we'll each have – the same amount of championships. I think it's going to be a special year. It's going to be a special finals, and this is what we need going into next year because next year, ladies and gentlemen, it's going to be nasty. So you got Lakers in a re- in a championship in how many games against the Celtics? Uh, I think we're going to go seven games, honestly. Seven games? My, yeah, Damn, because Celtics. Lot, even Boston, a lot of six, six and seven what games. What do you got, Chris Hall? You got uh, Lakers, Celtics? Lakers, got? Lakers, Celtics. I got Lakers in six. Nice. Uh, I got Lakers, Miami in the finals. I got Lakers in a sweep. No, I'm playing. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I like uh, it. That'll probably be Lakers in, hmm. I was going to say gentleman sweep, but nah, no. I put some respect on Jimmy Butler, six. Lakers in six. Yeah. Uh, realistically, because I am a realist, as mm-hmm. like my man Time Flies is, we're realists. Yo, yo, wait, say, say that one more time. You're a what? I'm a realist. One more time. Okay, one more time. One more time. Realist? One more time. You're okay. a what? Wow. Say, say to all the fantasy, the fantasy uh, people living out there, I'm an okay. R- a.k.a. Santiago. Go, take it. R- See, that's e- what A-L-I-S-T, realist. Let, let me tell you something about realists. You guys are <laughs> great. Let go me, ahead. Let me, let's go. Let's go. Let we get you, into it. Talk I'm up, baby. I'm awake. Let's go. You guys are great at seeing what's ahead of you. But you guys can never see what's above you. And that's your freaking problem. And that's why you guys will never elevate to the next level. Because you're like, I see what's ahead of me. But you will never see what's above you. And that's your problem of being a realist. Put yeah. some respect on that. Look. What does that mean? Wait, look, look, I I think, how do you not understand that? See, if you, you do look, not look, understand that? I think, listen, <laughs> listen. with you? Listen, listen. I think if you compare realistic opinions to, like, dramatic fantasy opinions i think realist opinions are 90 percent right come on you said houston was going to be a problem you said it was going to change with james harden and russell westbrook you said it was going to be different Wait, when did i say that in the in last the podcast <laughs> oh yeah sign you did say yeah yeah no said, i said yeah, yeah that, you okay. said it was going to be different and was they, it they, different they beat us the game one but then after that was said, it oh, different they played no defense was it different yeah it was different no it wasn't oh, being for them <laughs> your fantasy attitude was wrong you said it was going to okay, be okay but different. That, was, that was wrong about one team but but still, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying is that the most of the time, realist attitudes are right. Today, I had a realist mentality and said Clippers are not going to win because after they drop two games in a row with double-digit leads in the third quarter, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't fucking. It, I knew this was going to happen, and so I was realist, and that's why they lost. So, so listen, with uh. Well, how do we get on this? Oh, I'm a realist. So <laughs> since I'm a realist, are not always white. So since bro. I'm a realist, I got Lakers beating the Miami Heat in seven. 
Oh, there you go. It's going to be a tough series, huh? I think it's going to be a tough series. I think. I can see that. I can see that, though. I just think the. The energy is going to surprise the Lakers. I don't yeah. think they're going to see it. They haven't. They would have saw that energy from the Clippers if the Clippers would have handled their business. But mm-hmm. they're not going to see that energy from Denver because Denver, when you put them down, they kind of. It took a Paul Millsap to bring them back. It's crazy, but um, I think they're going to get waxed as soon as they realize what they're who they're playing up against. I think Miami is more of a fearless team, and that. They're just going to have a level of intensity and energy that the Lakers is going to catch them off guard and it's going to put that pressure on LeBron. But I still think LeBron gets it done in a game seven. Hey, um, we were talking about, uh, yeah, we're talking about the heat and what I was, th- what the, one of the thoughts that came into our mind is just how I thought about two players that need to develop their game this offseason. There are three players that have gained their respect out of me, 100%, no questions asked. One of those players is Kyle Lowry. One of those players is Jamal Murray, and the third player is Luka Doncic. Those three players, I got mad respect for them. Like they, the the level that they jumped this year, well, it's more mainly Jamal Murray and Luka Doncic. The level they jumped is like I did not see that coming. Kyle Lowry, I just, I just, my respect level for him is just like he, he's literally, he's not the best player. Obviously, Pascal Siakam is the best player on the on the team. But he'll give a hundred percent every time. He'll give a hundred and ten percent, bro. Like he just will. He just wouldn't let his team win and lose. I mean, and before Kawhi helped him out last year, you remember the rap on them with Demar Derozan, Kyle Lowry, like yeah. great, great, great game seven in the first round, and then go up against LeBron and get swept like three years straight. But man, Kyle Lowry, man, I got respect for him, man. Like he was really trying to. He was really, really trying to will that team to win, and I got respect for that. And then Jamal Murray, man, like. Yo, did, did anyone see that? Did anyone see this in him? The fifty-point games. The so, <coughs> um, I don't know. So maybe one, I didn't see that at all. Maybe one thing that I think Clippers could use uh, could use as an excuse, and I think um, Kenny the Jet Smith had kind of touched upon it on Inside the NBA when Lakers. I mean, excuse me, the Clippers were in that tough series against Dallas. I know you're gonna say go, oh, yeah. Uh, it was when he said, you know, they're not facing yep. the same. Luka Doncic and Jamal Murray from Great the point. season before COVID, like they're com- they're facing a, like the new and developed because they had basically four and a half months yeah. off yeah. to develop their game, to watch tape, to get in the gym. So they're facing the new Luka Doncic and Jamal Murray. Like, yeah. And I think the fact that the Clippers had to play two back-to-back young teams like that was really difficult where the Lakers, they played – Stars who have written their history already. Right, they played right. Dame Lillard, and as much as I love Dame time, he is what he is. He he can't, you know, like, it's, he can only do so much, and he gets hurt. He gets tired, and that's what we saw. Um, With Houston Rockets, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, we knew what we yeah. knew what Harden and Russell Westbrook were going to be. We all knew it, yeah. like, except for Santiago. No, hold um, up. Uh-huh. I said they win six games, so they won. They was 5-1. So they still had them their, losing. Yeah, I still had them losing, but I said they're gonna go six games. So yeah, they failed, but they didn't make. You their thought open they shots. would beat the Clippers in the second round? Yeah, if they faced you, I said they'd give you a uh, they give you a good run. Look, but we faced them. We faced. I know them, there's so. a curse, but I think we would have killed the Rockets in the second round if we got that matchup. Maybe I don't yeah. know, but I, look, I, the Rockets I, the didn't make their shots, the bro. Draw. They had bad. They had a Small, bad series. Look, you know, Harden is what it is, and Russell Westbrook is what it is. But the point is, yeah. is that I think. That's that's kind of what the Clippers had to face. They had to face these young players yeah, who had that. a complete offseason to get better and to improve their game. And so 
Because Jamal Murray wasn't this Jamal Murray no. six no. months ago. Prior to COVID, yeah, no. Yeah, he was not this. Luka Doncic was real, but he wasn't that fucking no. real. Like, no. these guys no, are yeah. on a different level. So, and Jamal Murray's talking shit right now. He's feeling himself. He, you know, as he should, he should he, as, he, as he should, as he yeah. should. But hey, Clippers were locking him down beginning of the series. Mm. He was averaging like 12 points. It was Joker who was keeping him in it. Um, How much he had tonight, though? Yeah, I don't know. He had a lot. So 40, tonight he 40 showed up. 40 on you. Yeah, he showed up. 40. And I respect that because at the end of the day, like Max Kellerman said today on first take, game sevens are about who's the best player on the court are won by whoever the best players on the court. And Jamal Murray was the best player on the court, and Kawhi and Paul Facts. George were nowhere near them. Yeah, like, they too. couldn't lick their boots tonight. Like, yeah. it was it was terrible. So, yeah, respect to Jamal Murray. So I'm excited to see what happens against the Lakers. I just think it's going to be too big of a wall. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah think LeBron, LeBron is just – he's not going to let that I, – I, I don't think he's going to let that happen. LeBron is, LeBron is just too smart, bro. He's just too yeah. smart of a basketball player. He makes it happen. We like, built different. We built I, different, dog. I, I remember I remember watching, uh, you know the show he has, The Shop, right, on HBO? Yeah. So yeah. there was an episode, I forgot who was on it, but he was talking about how like there, was, there were some all-stars that don't know how to play basketball. And when he said that, I was like, yo, that's crazy. Like, obviously, they're the all-stars, but they made it on their athletic ability. But like, they don't know how to play basketball. They don't know the exact meaning of the X's and O's and, like, having a basketball IQ. And, like, LeBron, man, yo – even when he was a rookie in the league, I remember him seeing him making these passes where I'm like, these passes just aren't made on a normal basis. And you could tell that LeBron thinks the game differently. When he's in the game, he's just thinking it all the time, man. He's just he, – he knows not to piss off the basketball guys. That shit's a real thing. And he knows what he, he, has, to t- he has to take care of business as soon as, as, soon as, as, soon as it needs to be taken care of because he doesn't have enough time either. So he knows, what, he knows what's up. When you say basketball guys, what do you mean by that? Please talk to me. The basketball guys, like, don't fuck around. Like, I'm sorry to say this um, stuff, but don't fuck around with the team. Don't fuck around with them. Like, the Clippers fucked around with them with 3-1. They had leads, and they, they let their guard, the guard down, and they were thinking about the Lakers. And once you start doing that, you start disrespecting the other team. And once you disrespect the other team, the basketballs can sense that. And they're like, okay, you're not going to take them seriously? Let's give them a little more juju, and let's, let's give them a little more power, and then look what happens. Damn. Yeah, no, I, like I, I said, it's a real thing, bro. It is, like yeah, I said, it's a real thing, man. I, I think I said it off wax. Um, I was saying how there was a moment in Game Five where it was in the third quarter and Kawhi hits this three, and that puts the Clippers up 19 points with like 10 minutes left in the game. I mean, 10 minutes left in the third. Mike Malone calls a timeout because he's a smart coach. He knows when to call timeouts and cut off fucking momentum. shots fired. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so and. After the timeout, I see Kawhi, and he's, like, pounding his chest. And I was like, yo, I've never really seen that from Kawhi. Like, because yeah. he's so, like, even keel when it comes to his emotions. And he was, like, feeling himself. He was, like, pounding his chest. Everyone was dapping. And it made me feel good. I was like, damn, like, this is about to fucking happen. Like, we're about to, like, it's, 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 the monkey's about to get off the back. And it was from there where Paul Millsap just went ape shit and got 14 points and brought Denver back. And you're right. It was they fucked around. They they took the foot off the gas and they got beat. Game six, fucked around, took the foot off the gas, got beat tonight. Their foot couldn't find the gas pedal. So it was just, yeah. But all right, so everyone got the Lakers winning the championship now. <laughs> Lake show oh, is man. back. Oh man, uh, oh, man. what hey, a hell! If we what win this year, we might go back to back. I don't know, man. 
I'm just saying that. I don't know what. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. We might go back to back, man. I don't know, man. Because LeBron wants five rings before he retires, man. Shit, if he goes back to back to back, he wins three in a row. We oh my god, this guy, yo, you see how you see how fast you see how fast Zero he goes to from 100 winning one to three. Real quick, hey, why not? <laughs> why not? We got the best dude in the game. You just say Lakers. Hey, hey no, nah, nah, I'm just saying no. Hey, but what if we? What if we? Hey, let me ask. If we do get a Chris Paul. Like, what are you going to say about that, though? Like Chris that. Paul's like 45, so what the doesn't fuck? doesn't matter. Like, he can still ball out. Have, he's going to have half see? a season to work. Did you not see what they did to the Houston Rockets? He balled when he needed to ball. So you're saying, like, maybe next season they might pick him up? Yeah, so I'm saying, like, yeah. So if he came to, if he got, wanted to get a ring with LeBron, he, he could do it, man. They, he could be that do piece. It. They could do it. Him and Rondo. They could do it. Bench. I'm just saying. All right. Um, <laughs> that's a little too much, but yeah, man. To thank wrap you. this up, this guy went from one championship to a three P. Like fucking, it's in my over. DNA. Come oh on, now god. you see that banner hanging. Stop playing. I can't. The thing's in the way. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Yo, you're a fucking. Story. I came with your brother, yo. I just came with your brother. Oh my god. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> just uh, just to wrap it up, this will be the final NBA podcast for this season. Um. We won't have another. We probably won't have another. No, basketball. <laughs> yeah. I want more podcasts. Basketball Maybe. Who knows? Maybe we do like a little special edition reaction cast. to the finals. I don't know. Our reaction yeah, will be like. Yeah, look into next year. <laughs> yeah, we should do one Maybe, more. maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um, but <laughs> if this is the last one, um, I would just like to say it's been a fucking terrible year. Uh, <laughs> It's fucked it's, up. Bro. I hate I, this year. Just I keep trying to like just with a lot of things in 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 life. You know, it's just it's been a very tough year. And Clippers, you let me down. Lakers, congratulations. You just won yourself another NBA title to add to the list. And you hey, don't hey, don't jinxes. Calm down. Yeah, yeah relax, come on, man. Calm down. Nah, nah, Stephon, hey, nah, calm nah, down, nah, Clipper nah, fan. It's gonna happen. Bro. Relax, come bro. On. Hey, 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 let me just say this. How special would it be for the Lakers, <laughs> the Dodgers? I don't know. Dodgers are choke bitches too, bro. Honestly. Hey, calm yeah. down, calm yeah, down. We got Mookie bets. Put some respect on that Mookie. man's name. Mookie. Did they win tonight? <laughs> yes, they, they did. They beat the Padres. Okay. Come go. on now. All right. But well. I'm just saying, it, how special would it be? Lakers, Dodgers, in the fucking championship? Come on, that'll be a special year for LA. Back to back with no parades. That sucks. Ooh. <laughs> Man, we might have a parade, a little virtual parade. I don't know. All right, boys. Well, I'd like to thank you guys for joining us again on another NBA podcast. Um, Yes, sir. Please give your guys' shout out information Christopher L. Hall at Christopher L. Hall. Uh, Yo, it's your boy Dario, aka Mr. Time Flies. You can find me on all social media Time Flies 1289, Instagram, Twitter. All the good stuff. I just posted up the website. Support the boy. Time flies. Big cart. Time stays flying. Big cartel. Com. I got the dad hats. I got the hoodies. Support Ooh. the boy. Support I'm trying to make him. my dreams Bonus come true, room. boy. Yeah, I wanted to thank you guys again for letting me on. I really appreciate you letting me just yeah, sign my love. basketball. It's all you love. know, I love basketball, so I just want to spill all my information out. Um, but also, I want to give a huge shout out to the still. The essential workers, I don't care that people are 100%. still... Big facts. I don't care if people are being stupid and living their lives, going to bars on all these stupid parties. The essential workers are still out there risking their lives every day for us. Nurses, supermarket workers, oh, teachers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, not teachers because they're working from inside. But whatever. Just not, essential workers. Not the ones workers. in uh, Mississippi. 
Right, exactly. Just yeah, essential yeah. workers in general, man. If you listen to this podcast, anybody that's a fan of this podcast, just thank you very much for everything you do. And um, Santiago, you never RIP'd Kobe. So RIP the Black Mamba. Rest in power. Thank rest you. in peace. Rest in everything. We love you. We miss you. We're always going to have you in our heart. And Mamba out. Yep. That's about it. Uh, Santi, you want to wrap it up with a quote? Yeah, man. I got this quote. Uh, this is for my clip nation man i know you guys couldn't do it today but this is a little little quote going into the next season winners are not people who never fail but people who never quit Ooh, that's and mean. that's uh that's a oh, wonderful quote cool. because if uh, any of you think for a second that i'm going to jump ship and Ooh. join Lakerland or laker gang or join any of these other teams you're welcome fuck no all right, that's it for me, guys. <laughs> Please like, comment, and subscribe. Make sure you also Love follow the official Bonus Room Podcast at the Bonus Room Podcast. And yeah, keep listening. Stay tuned. More episodes on the way. Have a good night, everyone. Or have a good morning. Curses exist. Bye bye. Peace. <laughs>